This morning, we are going to contemplate the grace of fellow beings. What do we mean by grace of fellow beings? Our Dharma book says, if we wish most easily to understand the grace, we first must consider whether we could live alone in a place that has no people, no animals, and no plants. Anyone would acknowledge that this is not possible. If we cannot live without the support and the provisions supplied by them, where then is a grace greater than that? This passage explains that we cannot live without each other. Our fellow beings are a root source of our existence. During this pandemic, I miss the physical presence of our temple friends. No matter how well we may manage our lives virtually, we cannot live without others. Without you, how could I live? How could we sustain the temple? For whom would we sustain this temple? I am deeply grateful. When I recently asked for garden volunteers not allergic to poison ivy, five fellow friends showed up to help. When I asked if anyone could help with the computer technology, two fellow friends contacted me to assist. For every inch of our temple's journey, everything is possible with the grace of fellow beings. In these uncertain times, I experience the everlasting truth of interconnectedness. Venerable Ting Natan calls this interbeing, interbeing. Interdependent coexistence is the foundation of our lives. All physical, mental, and emotional phenomena arise within a web of cause and effect. Dependent origination teaches that nothing exists by itself. If you are, I am. If you cease, I cease. A Native American prayer goes like this. To the four winds of change and growth, I thank you. You are all my relations, my relatives, without whom I would not live. We are in the circle of life together, coexisting, codependent, co-creating our destiny one not more important than the other.
The principal book of One Buddhism summarizes our indebtedness to fellow beings. Scholars and teachers study and educate us in all types of learning. Are you aware of this grace? The other day, Peggy, a temple member who lives in Canada, had a virtual decluttering meditation with me. At the beginning of the session, she taught me how to alter the background screen image for Google Meetings. That was simple yet very helpful. These days, I am truly grateful for anyone who can educate me on how to use internet technology. Artisans, artisans provide us with the shelter and necessities. Merchants provide us with the goods that make our lives more comfortable. Farmers plant and raise crops to provide materials for our clothing and food. Are you deeply aware of this grace? Yes, I am. I have a zeal for food. My breakfast this morning came from farm workers in Peru, Mexico, and California. I'm grateful for the people who grow, pack, ship, deliver, and sell, produce, and fruit. Thank you, Reverend Ginger, for shopping and making coffee. Imagine how many people I have to thank just for breakfast. When we look at ourselves, everything we wear from head to toe is provided by fellow beings. My hairpin, my glasses, clothing, socks, shoes. All the items we use in our homes, offices, and workplaces, all the necessities and accessories for daily life. All this represent the collective global endeavor of our fellow beings. The final item on the indebtedness list in the book of One Buddhism is animals and plants also benefit us. Are you deeply aware? Many of us these days are concerned about the health of our planet. In this web of life, how we treat our fellow beings including animals and plants, has consequences. These consequences impact the harmony of coexistence. In Korean, the word for fellow beings is 동포. 동 means the same, 포 means 움 coming from the same womb. So the grace of fellow beings was once translated as grace of brethren. 
The realm of fellow beings begins with brothers and sisters, then extends to aunts, uncles, neighbors, friends, communities, societies, and ultimately to nations. Along the journey of Sotesan's quest and practice, people would quietly leave food at the door of his Norumok hermitage. Once on a stormy day, when he was deeply absorbed in meditation, a friend climbed onto his straw roof to tie it down. For Sotesan's great awakening, his wife and neighbors prayed and prayed. When he finally attained his great enlightenment, Sotesan reminisced that his achievement of a Tao was all possible thanks to the enormous support of fellow beings. From this, he coined the phrase, grace of the world, and later referred to this grace as grace of fellow beings. What is the essence of grace of fellow beings? Knowing that I cannot live without you, knowing that I cannot live alone in a place that has no people, no animals, and no plants. Fellow beings are my lifeline. From this thorough, deep realization, I will not lose my spirit and attitude of gratitude. I also recognize that I am a lifeline for other beings. I deeply appreciate who I am and what I can do. I too am grace. The consequence of gratitude between fellow beings, according to Sotesan, is a mutual benefit. He also said, the consequence of ingratitude between fellow beings is mutual harm. If we are ungrateful, Sotesan said, there will be quarrels between individuals, ill will between families, hostility between societies, and no peace. Some fellow beings give us a hard time. Our fellow beings can be irritating and distracting like mosquitoes. But the enormous grace we receive and give to one another is indescribable and immeasurable. It is indispensable for peace and harmony. If we are true practitioners, we never 
forget this. Are you a true practitioner? Am I? Returning the grace that we receive from countless fellow beings is not necessarily grand and lofty work. First, in this web of interconnectedness, I do my part and you do your part as members of this society with a heart and gratitude with the heart and gratitude. This is the basic principle of a mutual benefit. We hope to contribute to one another through our occupations and service. However, when we fail to attain fair trade and mutual benefit, what shall we do? As Dharma practitioners, can we let go of selfishness, surrender profit-oriented mind, success-oriented mind, and practice generosity? This is the way of harmony, peace, and love. Another way to honor the grace of fellow beings is to circulate resources. Instead of accumulating and storing surplus items that we do not use or need, trusting in the truth of interbeing, can we not let go and share with others? Ultimately, the highest way to realize grace between fellow beings is to treat the person right in front of you as a Buddha, especially one who is disturbing. This is called making a Buddha offering. When you grace a challenging fellow human being with respect and appreciation, you are on the path. You are on the noble path to embodying the grace of fellow beings. When we send out constant energy of appreciation and gratitude, to all fellow beings, the loving energy comes back to us in the cycle of life. We receive blessings and we become the source of a blessing. A few years ago, a temple friend graced us with the gift of a persimmon tree. Do you see this persimmon tree? Dear Persimmon Tree, you came to us thanks to the grace of a fellow friend. You grow and glow thanks to the grace of heaven and earth. You, we taste your joyous grace 
and share. Your autumn color warms our hearts. Your abundant branches enrich our spirits. You are a delightful fellow being. Thank you.